This is Morning Motivation for Educators on the Bee Podcast Network. Learn about all the shows at beepodcastnetwork.com. You'll hear from a variety of formal and informal educators who help put this podcast together. If you'd like to contribute your voice to the show, please go to morningmotivationedu.com to apply. I am Karen Dudek Brannan. I was a school SLP for 14 years where I specialized in language literacy and executive functioning and also held various teaching, leadership, and research roles. Now, I am the host of the De Facto Leaders Podcast on the B Podcast Network, where I help school therapists, teachers, and administrators be leaders on their school teams, no matter their job title. In the disability and special education world, the idea of finding a diagnosis can be quite controversial. When I went through my special education training, as well as my training in communication sciences and disorders, I was always told that I should use person-first language. So for example, instead of saying an autistic person, I should say a person with autism because the person should come before the diagnosis. However, recently, many people in the autistic community, as well as some of the other disability communities, have said that they actually feel that their diagnosis is part of their identity. It affects so much of what they do that they prefer identity-first language. So, for example, saying an autistic person. I'm pretty involved in the neurodiversity space, and this can be quite confusing for the professionals because no one seems to agree on it. Many people will claim that there is a consensus in the community, but really people have different preferences about how they want to be addressed. So you do have to be discerning and aware of what an individual prefers. Now in my content, I tend to use identity first language, although I do toggle back and forth. If I have an individual in front of me, obviously I will do whatever they prefer. But part of the shift in the language has to do with what a diagnosis means because the assumption with person first language was that a diagnosis could potentially be a negative thing. But many people prefer identity first language because they feel that it is part of them, and that actually feels good to them. But if you are in a position where you're navigating a diagnosis, especially if it's someone in your care, your child, your student, and you're talking about this, we need to understand what a diagnosis can do. Because there is the perspective that labeling a child will somehow stigmatize them and cause them to have a negative experience. However, in my many years of work, In special education, I have found that the opposite is true, but it depends on what you think that diagnosis means. There are unproductive ways that diagnoses have been used. For example, if a teacher assumes that a child is not going to be able to do something because they have a diagnosis. If someone is left out of certain things, even though they maybe show that they have potential, of course that's going to be stigmatizing. Or if a person assumes that because they have a diagnosis that they shouldn't even try to do certain tasks, then obviously that is going to be problematic and limiting. But there's a more productive way that we can look at this kind of information. And that's just it. We can look at it as information. For example, a diagnosis of ADHD tells you that your prefrontal cortex is impacted. And this is going to impact your executive functioning skills. If you have a diagnosis of obsessive compulsive disorder, your brain might look for things to worry about. If you have a developmental language delay, 
then learning language is going to be more challenging for you. You might need more repetition with certain tasks that other people learn implicitly. If you have dyslexia, then your reading instruction needs to be very explicit. And just like someone with a developmental language delay, many of those things that other people learn implicitly just has to be more explicit for you. So a more productive way that we can look at a diagnosis is look at it as information or a roadmap that can help narrow the options and show you ways that you can be successful and get effective interventions. No, a diagnosis does not need to completely define you. And no, one person with a diagnosis may be different from another person with that same diagnosis. We do need to be able to assess each person's individual situation. But that diagnosis can actually give you a lot of information that can be extremely empowering. And also it can make you eligible for certain services, both in the school systems, as well as things that your insurance will cover. So the message today is don't be afraid of a diagnosis. You can choose to believe that a diagnosis is empowering. Thanks for listening, and whatever role you have in education, we have a podcast for you at bepodcastnetwork.com. Who among your friends and colleagues needs to hear this message today? Please share it with them right now.